This is your host, Dr. Mesma Shabazz. Good afternoon, ladies, beautiful ladies all around the world. I'm so very happy to be here with you today. This week's topic is about creating sacred images and sacred spaces in our psyche and life experiences. You may have noticed that I'm alternating my conversations with other women, and I'm choosing to speak to you directly, to my listeners. You are all women of power and grace because you are daughters of the Most High One. I remember when I was a young girl, I used to hear men and women in my culture talk about the ideal woman. In my language, we say, Obasima. The ideal woman holds certain attributes. She possesses all the qualities you want her to have. She's beautiful, graceful, intelligent, and resourceful. When I heard men describe their ideal woman, wife, etc., it came across as almost like a trophy wife. I often found it ridiculous and cringeworthy because they often included things that made the woman subservient. When women describe themselves as ideal women, they also presented an image that seemed often impossible to comprehend, in my view, because no one could be that perfect. In acknowledging ourselves as holding the essential attributes to live a meaningful life, we must admit that we are also fallible as daughters, as sisters, as friends, and especially as mothers. Otherwise, we find ourselves being held to standards that are very difficult to align with. We will also find that not all relationships are the same. All women don't have to have dinner ready by a certain time for their husbands and partners. Some men prefer to cook for their wives, lovers, and partners. We all play different roles in our relationships. It doesn't matter what we choose to do for as long as one is fully engaged with love, pleasure, and or joy. Doing what is wholesome and with joy can really set the foundation to not only recognize our gifts, but it gives us the room to work on ourselves and take command of our thoughts, feelings, and aspirations, and channel them in a manner that affords us the peace of mind that we truly desire. We can then strategically move into alignment with infinite possibilities. I come from a matrilineal society, the Akan tribe, where historical presence of the goddess is acknowledged. Obasima, the ideal woman, is conceptualized in that image. We know patriarchal invasions fragmented the old indigenous ways and culture, and how women dealt with the social injustices and centuries-old patriarchal religious structures, which still oppress women today. Goddess or women's spirituality centered on sacred myths and forms of worship around the moon, 
water, and female energies. That approach enabled many women to become conscious of their innate strength, ultimately garnering a better understanding of life. There were also sacred images of women with power. In Africa, pre-colonial era, we had Yasantua from the Ashanti Kingdom of Ghana, and we learned about her in school. We were instructed actually to really observe her qualities as a woman and a queen. We have Amina, the Queen of Zaria, Queen Nandi of the Zulu Kingdom of Africa. We, we have Kandake, Empress of Ethiopia, Makeda, the Queen of Sheba, Ethiopia, Nefertiti, Queen of Ancient Egypt, Kemet in Egypt, Queen Moremi of Ife Kingdom of Nigeria, and many more. These women have common attributes. They were courageous, warriors of incredible strength. They were fierce, clever, tactical, self-reliant, and pulled together communities of sisterhood. While not positioned to engage in fights, they staunchly stood for what they believed in with purpose and battled against injustices against women and humanity. They were compassionate and believed in freedom for self and others. They were queens, princesses, goddesses, and obviously fearless. They were forces to be reckoned with. In modern contemporary times, we have the powerful image of Wonder Woman, for example, who projects to most women strength, power, and compassion. There's so much more to these powerful images of women. And I ask that we reflect on those very attributes that we possess that could free us from our current space of weariness. I ask that we engage with deeply personal stories that reflect our strengths, gifts, and love. Because these qualities will allow us to work through our shortcomings, our pain, our disappointments, and even sorrows. Ultimately, we can then take on forcefully the Ashtable daughter, sister, mother, and grandmother roles. Now we have to ask some pertinent questions. What wisdom can be garnered from powerful images of women, women mystics, regarding divine or inner processes that encourage them to develop new visions and brought them to dignity and empowerment? The second question is, what metaphors, symbols, and images do women see, unite with, and reveal if they travel by the way of the feminine? We know that religion and politics have played significant roles in quieting of women's place in society and have often negated women's capacity 
for becoming divine. We have to find our own processes of healing. Healing old wounds can occur when women assert their spiritual strength and their connection to the divine. And I underscore spiritual strength. According to various spiritual traditions, it is fair to assert that one's inner life is represented in all our outer activities. A peaceful inner life is reflected in an individual's external relationships. I want to quote Lanzetta, and she says this, processes of the inner life, including prayer, spiritual direction, techniques of contemplation, languages of the sacred, images of the divine, and the commitment to the above process establish a firm foundation of spiritual growth and transformation and bind or create harmony between spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical experience, unquote. Through devotion and commitment, our inner lives reflect awareness of spirit or divine presence, whether that force is name, Allah, God, Christ, Mary, Lakshmi, Saraswati, or the Tao. Through this awareness of spirit, we become fluid enough to experience divine mystical experiences. I believe that we must move into the future with new and evolved positions for women that displace the old, outdated attacks on our psyche about the fact of our womanhood. In spite of the marginalization of women's power, especially in indigenous cultures, we must be careful about making assumptions that we are down and out. There is truth in the assumptions that women and the idea that women hold power based on the gendered roles they hold within small communities. The mechanism and demonstration of women's power can be in silent tones and are derived from localized action. Our presence on this planet is power in and of itself. Because without women, life cannot be sustained. So what are our next steps? I'll go back to the statement I made earlier. Our inner life is represented in all our other activities. A peaceful inner life is reflected in an individual's external relationships. How do we cultivate an inner life? There are so many options available to us. I'll give you one simple tool that I find to be essential in our spiritual development and therefore power, creating power, managing power and sustaining it. I want each and every one of us to create or maintain a sacred space for an alone time with a goddess in us. 
must build an altar, let it reflect our own beautiful expression of spirituality. One day I'll show you a picture of my altar. On your altar, you may put items that showcase the five elements of nature, of water, earth, metal, wood, and fire. Adorn it with favorite colors, sounds, scents, flowers, and or a small plant. Make it comfortable, pillows of different sizes. Spend time daily and offer, express heartfelt thoughts, prayers, songs, and or chants. Please make sure that you have showered, washed up, and in clean clothes. In other words, please, 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 don't get up and go sit in your pajamas. Yeah, it's free to do that, but I suggest not. It is important to sound out some of your thoughts and prayers. As the scriptures note, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Creation started with the word. Invite your supporting cast of angels and divine beings to come in to support you. Make the altar active by cleaning, touching ashtray symbols, and replace old items. Enjoy the space. Make it fun so you look forward to blocking time on your schedule to just be, it is important to move from a place of doing to a place of being. And finally, I would suggest that you write down insights gained in these visits in your journal. You'll be amazed at what unfolds. And remember to be the queen of that space. And I end by saying this, every day, I tell the world I am a woman of power and grace. Every day, you tell the world you are a woman of power and grace. And every day, together, we tell the world we are women of power and grace. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with me. And I invite you to send an email, share with a friend, anyone you think could benefit from listening to this podcast. Many blessings to you and have fun creating your sacred spaces. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. God bless.